Welcome to the first full episode of the AperturaCast. My name is Andy and I'm your host. Now to start off with, I'm just going to talk about who I am and what my plan is with this podcast. So as you heard, my name is Andy and I live in a place called Ostend in Belgium. It's a small city along our coastline, about 70,000 inhabitants. And I live here with my family, my girlfriend and my two-year-old daughter Ophelia, who's basically my main model. Now, during the day, I have a job in IT support, and besides that, I have a small business uh, as a photographer. Now, photography-wise, I really like astronomy and astrophotography. Unfortunately, here in Western Europe, light pollution is really horrible, so it's very, very difficult to actually do so here where I live. And besides that, I also like weather photography, but having a full-time job, it's difficult to get out there when the storms are hitting. So it's quite uh, quite difficult to do the things I really like. I can only do them when I'm uh, when I'm off, when I'm on holidays and that kind of stuff. But yeah, if you have uh, awesome pictures of the skies, day and night, let me know. Show me your pictures, and I would love to have a look. Now, as for my plans for this podcast, I'm going to share with you interesting stuff. I like to shoot interesting things out there in the skies, uh, anything I can think of. For the time being, I plan on doing this podcast once a month, but if things go well, I might change that up to bi-weekly, but we'll see how things uh, go. If I have a lot of demand, I'll release bi-weekly, but for now it'll be monthly. I also plan on doing interviews with uh, photographers, people in the, the business, videographers perhaps, uh, cinematographers, if I can get any. Now I'm living in Belgium, so most likely I'll get Belgian photographers first and I'll do those interviews in Dutch. So for my English listeners, um, I'll make it clear in the title if there's a a Dutch uh, section in it, so you can skip uh, that part. Now other than that, I'm also going to do reviews of gear I bought and things I use, uh, lenses, cameras. And I'll also be doing a monthly news section about interesting stories I read, things I heard about photographers, uh, reviews of galleries, things like that. And I'm also going to do a monthly photo challenge. So that'll be coming up later this episode as well. Now, as for gear in general, I'm just going to explain my view on things. Uh, In general, I don't think gear is anything important. It's not about the gear, it's not even about you as a photographer. It's about getting that awesome photograph. It's the story you are telling in that photograph. And of course it helps if you have good gear, if you have a good camera, high quality. It'll help to get that that image. But it's not necessary, I think. It's about the story you are telling in the photograph. 
And that's the only thing that's important, if you ask me. Now, that being said, I'm a Canon guy. Now, the only reason for that is I got a Canon camera years ago for my birthday. And that was my first DSLR. And I started using it and getting to know it. So I started using a camera and was a Canon. There's nothing more to it. And over the years, I bought an extra lenses for that. And over time, I bought a new camera. And I already had lenses, so I bought a Canon camera. So right now I'm using three uh, cameras. I've got a, a NEOS 5DS, a 6D, and an M50, a mirrorless uh, camera, which is nice to have on the road or on uh, on holidays, things like that. It's really nice and compact. And of course, I have a range of lenses for those uh, cameras, ranging from wide angle and uh, to uh, 200 millimeter. I don't have very top of the line gear yet. Uh, but as I said, it's not necessary to get really good shots, so uh, that's about it. Now in the teaser I talked about noctilucent clouds, and I just want to expand a little more on those. So what they are and how you can get them on camera. So noctilucent clouds, and they form really high up in the, in the atmosphere, in a place called the mesosphere. It's around 80 kilometers high up in the atmosphere. And these clouds are comprised of ice particles, which condense uh, around particles of dust from meteors, uh, burnt up rocket fuel even. And uh, they exist so high up that this time of year, when the sun is just below the horizon, they are lit up from below. So the sunlight from below the horizon lights up these, uh, these clouds so high up, which makes them glow in uh, iridescent blue-whitish light. It's absolutely sun stunning to see. If so, if you are uh, out there, if you're between 50 to 65 degrees north right now, uh, after dark, around 11, 12, just go out and look to the north and see if you can spot these clouds. As for what makes these appear, of course, we have uh, ice crystals, so there needs to be moisture that high up in the sky, and uh, the temperature needs to be cold as well, so there are a couple of things that affect uh, this. Now. Strangely enough, if it's warmer on the surface of the planet, in general, it's colder that high up. So in the, if it's warmer here, it'll be colder up there. So that's one factor. Another factor, and which is also important and which may explain why noctilucent clouds appear to be more frequent in the last years, is uh, pollution. So if there's a uh, fine dust that high up in the air, it may be a cause of noctilucent clouds as well, which means human-caused pollution may be a factor in noctilucent clouds. Now, this isn't a certainty. Uh, there's further study that's going to be needed. So I'm not uh, saying that's the only cause and it's a, a direct correlation. I'm not a scientist. But it is possible that human pollution is causing more noctilucent clouds uh, in the last years. But yeah, a further study will be needed. But if you're interested in uh, noctilucent clouds, I'll uh, drop a link in the show notes so you can read up about those uh, as well. And I'll make the Noctilucent Clouds the photo challenge uh, this month. So there's still a couple of weeks uh, left where they'll appear. So head out and uh, get those Noctilucent Clouds on camera and uh, tweet me at uh, AperturecAst with your pictures and I'll love to mention them and show them in the show notes uh, next episode. And now on to the news. So I have two little news items right now. Uh, the first is about Canon releasing two, two new cameras, uh, the Canon EOS R5 and the R6. Those will be announced uh, July 9th. 
along with six lenses for the Canon RF mount. Now I'm looking forward to these uh, these cameras. I think uh, mirrorless uh, will be the future for most vendors. Uh, Canon was uh, a little behind uh, Sony, for an example. Sony has, has a range of mirrorless cameras, which are excellent. And I think Canon is trying to catch up with these uh, these uh, R5 and R6s right now. So the launch is July 9th. When they are released, I will uh, give more information in the next episode when I have that uh, that info. And the other news item which uh, caught my eye is Canon launching a new imaging satellite, which is pointed at the Earth. And surprisingly enough, uh, this satellite has a, a Canon EOS 5D Mark III on board, which will be snapping shots of the surface with a, a lens on it. I think it is 3,720 millimeter lens on that 5D. And uh, they are saying that it has a resolution of uh, 90 centimeters on the surface of the Earth. So objects of 90 centimeters and uh, larger will be discernible in these images. So I'm really looking forward to what they're going to do with this. Now one more thing I'm going to share with you guys is this documentary uh, which is now available on YouTube. Uh, it's a, a Netflix original documentary. It's called Abstract The Art of Design. And it's about Platon, a photographer of uh, Greek ancestry. I think his father is Greek and he's now uh, British. Now, uh, Platon is a world-famous photographer. And even if you haven't heard of him, of his name, I am 100% certain that you have seen pictures of this guy. Um, he is world-famous for shooting uh, portraits of very famous world leaders. I'm talking Vladimir Putin, Muammar al-Gaddafi, Barack Obama, uh, Bill Clinton, that kind of, uh, of people, that kind of person. And it's, uh, it's amazing. His, uh, his portraits are stunning. He has this way of capturing the soul of a, of a person. And uh, I think it's really impressive. So this, uh, this Netflix documentary is now available for free on, uh, on YouTube and I really recommend uh, if you're interested in portrait photography to go in and check it out. He says some really, really interesting stuff uh, about, about his way of working and uh, the way he does things. And like uh, one of the things uh, he says is uh, before a shoot, I'm not thinking how can I get a good picture, but what can I learn from this person every time? That's uh, so something he says in uh, in this documentary, and it just it just shows that he's really really empathic, and he tries to show an interest in who he's photographing, and he creates a bond with them, and that's so important if you're shooting a portrait of someone, it's just not getting a picture or a good portrait of someone, it's capturing the soul, the personality of that person, and get trying to get that on film, and I say film because. Platon actually uses film for his uh, photographs and one of the things that makes it interesting is someone in this documentary says okay if you're shooting on film you're not looking at the screen on the back of the camera which is basically creating a sort of distance between you and the subject so if you don't have that screen you're spending more time building that bond with your subject with the person you're shooting and that may actually be a factor in, in portrait photography if you're snapping the photographs of someone and every time you click away, you look down at the screen, you analyze the picture. That, that's seconds you're not talking to that person. He's just, uh, he or she is just sitting there doing nothing, watching you watch the camera. And there's nothing going on. If you have nothing to look at on your screen, 
You're just spending time talking with your client, with your subject. So that may also be a factor. I think it's really, really interesting. And who knows, maybe this podcast is so successful that one day I'll get Platon on the show and do an interview with him. No, I'm not getting my hopes up about that. But yeah, maybe someday. We'll see. In any case, I'll drop the link to this uh, Netflix documentary on YouTube in the show notes. So be sure to check it out. Okay, well, that's it for today. Let me just recapitulate. The photo challenge is the Noctilucent Clouds, so grab your cameras at night and head out there if you're between 50 to 65 degrees north and let me see your pictures. Share them with me on Twitter at ApertureCast and be sure to follow me on Twitter for upcoming updates about this, uh, this podcast. So thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.